All right, guys, welcome back to the Uh-Oh Podcast with Nick and Marty. And this time, we have a special guest. He's back by popular demand, Larry Barr. Oh, my God. You can't see, but I just took off my underwear and I threw it at you on stage. There's a shit stain on it, and it just hit your upper lip. Wait, Nick, so that means you're naked now? No, bro, I have I have shorts. He's wearing a dress. That's how he was able to take it off. Oh, <laughs> all right, that makes all right, sense. Fuck it. I guess I'm wearing a dress then. <laughs> all right. Well, how about we just roll the music? So what's going on, Larry? I haven't fucking talked to you in a minute. Yeah, man. You had your first Father's Day. How was that? It was amazing, bro. It was such a cool experience. Um, I feel like more and more, it's becoming like realer and realer. Wait, why are you using that voice? You don't really talk like that. Like what? (laughs) (laughs) It's like you're holding his breath the whole time. He's doing like a voiceover or some shit. (laughs) I'm a father now. I have to speak with a certain tenacity. It was my first Father's Day that I've realized. I am a father. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I feel like it was cool, bro. It was, it was amazing, bro. Just chilled. What'd you do? We went to um, Joe's parents' house. I had some chicken. I usually don't eat chicken, but it was like barbecue chicken. And I was like, yo, I fucking let me just eat some chicken out. <laughs> Couldn't resist it, huh? I feel it. Yeah. And then um, we chilled, bro. It was, it was a really good time. It was nice because the weather, the weather was nice and... It was just good to get out the city for a little bit and be close to nature, put my feet in the ground, you know what I'm saying? Like, touch the earth. Yeah. I feel like that does something when you actually touch your feet on the ground. Oh, for sure. It grounds you, like, electricity-wise. Like, literally it grounds you? Yeah. We're, I mean, there, we have electricity, you know, we're electric, per se. That's, like, what our life is. What, what gives us, like, the battery? Is it the soul? I don't know, bro. Damn, we just got like deep as fuck (laughs) with like one sentence, (laughs) right? It's so crazy that we don't like need battery like cars do or electronics. Well, that's why I feel like that's why we eat. Right. Isn't that crazy that that that's our gasoline? Yeah. Food and water. I feel like water is even more important. Yeah. I mean, they're they're that's like literally the gasoline. Yeah. But you could fast though. You could go a, a, a period of time without eating, but. You can't really do it without water. Right. But the thing to me still is like, where does like the electricity come from in the body? Because we're getting our energy from food and water. In a car, you know, there's an engine. There's something in there like spinning, but there's nothing really spinning in our bodies. I mean, there is though, like our heart, for example, is one of the things that's working. And like the foods and the proteins in within the foods that we eat and like the carbohydrates and all these little like molecules and shit is really what provides the fuel for our bodies to work think about the most delicious plate of food that you could imagine and at the end of all that when it comes out of you it's this disgusting brown stinky glob you know what i mean that's kind of amazing that it goes through that whole transition where it's this delicious thing that you eat and it becomes that why does it smell so bad 
Well, I think because it rots. Well, no, I don't think it depends on what you eat. I feel like no matter if you just eat fucking grass, like vegetables, yeah, just grass, it's still going to smell bad. It's going to smell different, though. When you eat meat and dairy and certain things like that, it definitely makes it smell worse. That's for sure. But I think it's because it's just rotten food, you know, because our bodies is digesting it. They're not keeping it and they're not preserving it you know that's what a refrigerator or a cooler does that's why it doesn't smell in there because it's preserving that our body's breaking it down and it's all that warm stuff in our body think about it if you leave food in a warm ass place it's going to smell disgusting after a, a couple of days it usually takes us what like two days to digest things one a day maybe two depending on what you eat depending on who you are and like if you're part of fmb you know what i mean then it's different what the fuck is that for those who don't know he's talking about the fast metabolism boys oh yeah (laughs) i forgot about that yeah i I feel like i have a really fast metabolism hands down still till today yeah bro i do feel my metabolism slowing down though larry works out you don't marty i think that has a lot to do with it that does contribute huh for sure yeah i've been going i've been working out a lot like not a lot but i've been doing this insanity How's that been going? It's been crazy. Today yeah. we didn't do it, but yesterday we did it, and we've been pretty consistent. But Is it insane? It's so insane, bro. Your body is broken by the end of the two months. <laughs> I thought it's supposed to be stronger. I mean, it it, it's stronger, but I'm just saying as far as like soreness and just fatigued, if you really stick to that program for the full two months, you're doing that shit six times out of the week, bro. You're absolutely destroyed by the end. You know, you need like a solid week or two to just recover. It's almost like going through a season of professional sports. That's why they go through a whole season and then they rest. It's cool to it's cool to find something that's challenging and then seeing you kind of like get better at it. Because at first yeah. you really suck. Like, mm-hmm. And it could be discouraging at times too. Yeah, for sure. But if you like start actually like realizing like the moves and everything and like what it's doing and. You start seeing the positives, you're like... That kind of gives you more motivation. Oh, yeah. Yeah, bro. It's just being disciplined, you know? What do you guys think life is going to be like when we're 85? Hopefully good, honestly. I want to still be able to function, move, and, you know, do my things. All the necessary things that I want to do. That's why I'm implementing exercise in my life now. That For the rest of my life, I can be good. The day that I die, hopefully I just get sick and boom, I'm dead or some something crazy like i just go to sleep and i'm dead something like that you know how do you think the world's gonna be around us i don't know man honestly you think we're gonna have flying cars yeah that's that's in a while bro it's in a while it's in like you know 50 something years because like looking back at some films they always project that there's gonna be flying cars but there hasn't been any flying cars the thing here's what i think that the first type of flying cars and the most efficient type of traveling would come with would be with magnetics so the floor would be all magnetic i don't think it's going to be like that because then you can't really control it yeah you can what do you mean only if it's in a path you know if it's like in a rail or something because they already have some trains like that like the bullet train that we're talking about technology that hasn't been invented yet well magnets already discovered right but we don't have roads roads that are, are magnets we only have trains and that's super efficient yeah we do bro we have planes and we have the technology i'm i'm talking about i'm talking about in cities you're not going to have planes inside of cities i think car because cars are still going to be able to fly technically if there's magnets on the ground 
You see what I'm saying? I think that what's going to happen is the aliens and the government are going to come out <laughs> and they're going to team up. And then the cars are going to like, everything is going to be more accessible. And, you know, like we're going to have the flying cars and everything, but we're going to have like aliens that are teaching us. And like now we can, we, we reach that limit, you know, that point. And you think it's really going to be aliens? Yeah, it'll be aliens. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah why not <laughs> oh fuck it that's my plan I'm sticking to it <laughs> <laughs> what scares you guys most about the future just not knowing the unpredictability of it I feel like history always repeats itself and we're gonna have an eventual world war I think again you really think there's gonna be a world war 3 yeah yeah for sure you think Trump is gonna be like the cause of it no but he could be. He's he he would be the perfect trigger for it. Honestly, nah. I think he. I think it would have to, something would have to happen for real if for that to happen, bro. Something really would have to happen for that, like for him to call that. You know, I think he would do everything for that not to happen. To be honest, well, I, I think it just it doesn't necessarily depend on the United States. It depends on other unstable countries, maybe like a China, for example, with communism. Bro, there there's a war going on right now, bro. Like, There's multiple wars going on right now. Yeah, exactly. We're still in the Middle East. India, bro. India is China and India right now that like they're going at it. Really? Yeah. Oh no, that's two massive countries. And that, see, that's the thing, bro. You know, and I feel like there's definitely going to be eventually another world war. Somebody's going to try to take over something. I don't know. Something's going to happen eventually. It's inevitable. That's what I feel. There's already articles talking about this stuff already but i think we all gotta be like really aware bro and like just be on like multiple different sites and viewing all the information out there and like dissecting it because it's tricky bro why do you guys think there's so many religions in the world because there's a lot of people everybody has a different way of thinking honestly that's that sounds pretty vague that answer but that's kind of what i believe because I don't believe any of these religions are right. So, hey, l- my name's Nick. Let me go invent some other religion. And, hey, there's going to be a couple of people that might correlate with me. And they might be part of my religion. Can you still do that? Create a religion? Of course. You could? Of course. You think that's like what Scientologists did? Like they <laughs> That's just- what every religion did. They just created a religion. Muslims haven't been around for that long. And it's so crazy that they don't have to like pay taxes and all that. You know, so... I feel like it's kind of like a benefit to have a religion. Yeah, for sure. If you look at it in a financial perspective, 100%, you could definitely evade a lot of taxes. I mean, I don't know what, I don't know about religion, but I mean, church, yeah. Religion and church is kind of different, right? I mean, if you have a church, then what religion do you follow? You could definitely create a religion, bro. Because religion is like a movement, right? Not really like a, a location. Right. Yeah, you mentioned like, you know, benefits like you got to be set up as like a oh yeah yeah for sure you gotta have a physical church you know yeah yeah for sure and when we say a church it doesn't have to be anything big it could be literally a rented room you just gotta have an address pretty much huh? yeah basically how are y'all feeling during this time bro i feel like we we chopped up a little bit about like what's going on but not that much bro i don't know what to believe anymore no. Yeah, me neither. 
<laughs> I <laughs> feel either. like I'm so fucking lost. I don't know what's going on in the world anymore. Me neither. I'm just like a passenger by now. I just heard of a new case that uh, some kid got murdered. Did you guys see that? Nah. So Elijah McLean, I, I, I believe I'm saying his name correctly. He is this African-American kid. He was literally walking home. He had his mask on like everybody in the world nowadays and he was anemic apparently so he wore a lot of clothing and it's the summertime so people got a little bit freaked out and they called the cops but even the guy that called the cops said that hey um he doesn't seem to be armed doesn't really seem any dangerous just suspicious the cops came up to him bro already on some aggressive ass shit and he ended up going into cardiac arrest they ejected him with something i forgot what it was took him to the hospital he died six days later damn and bro it was it was bad it was really bad i was like damn you saw the video yeah i mean the video itself doesn't really necessarily show too much <clears throat> well at least the, the part that i seen i gotta see more but i i read some of the transcripts and the kid wasn't posing any sort of a threat he wasn't going against them at all it, it's the fact that cops already want to aggress you you know they want to go up to you and put some pressure on you or something like that that's what it is and and what what messes everything up is that police department tried to get an ex-police officer to to be the investigator of that whole situation so it can be almost like a cover-up just like they did to us and just like they do to everybody bro everyone knows that internal affairs for the police are bullshit the police do not get policed Internal affairs is another branch of the police. You know what I mean? They're working with them, not against them. They're meant to investigate them. But sure, they might do something to a cop that's really a dickhead. But to most cops that are dickheads, they don't really care. So it's all corrupted. It's all corrupted. We need. I think the, the best way for this, because obviously defunding the police isn't the right thing. I think allocating the budget to the police is the right thing because... Sometimes you see like BSO, for example, why the fuck do they need a tank? BSO is Broward Sheriff's Office back in uh, um, Florida, just uh, for the audience that's listening. Well, why does any police department need a tank? That's what I'm saying. Like, leave that shit for the army. Leave it for the SWAT team. Leave it for whatever, bro. Like leave people for- that actually go overseas to war and shit. Yes, well, yeah, exactly. Don't don't use that for yourself you don't need that bro or on your own fucking people your own civilians instead of using that money for that use it for more training for these cops these cops are obviously maltrained one thing that i i was recently listening to and what they said in joe rogan is super true it's it's like fighting for example right now if i were to fight somebody i would be scared to be hit because i haven't fought in a long time or even like trained in some type of boxing or anything like that so i'd be scared to be hit but if you're constantly fighting you would know how to move in certain things like that i understand that cops have a very difficult job and it's split second decisions but if you're more trained i think you're more adequate to be able to handle these situations as opposed to doing it the way that they're doing it now which is obviously not working so i think with more training and having a private company have police officers that are basically fake officers that are there to police the police and snitch on the police you know what i mean to say that hey these are the ones that are doing bad this and that i think that 
would help resolve this or or at least help get rid of a lot of these quote unquote bad apples i don't know if that could work i mean i'm not saying it's it's 100 percent guaranteed to work but i think that would be the most efficient way i would invest the money in making the police department into like a google headquarters where there's like a spa and there's like you know uh, you know a mental awareness lab you know and there's like all these even a therapist too a therapist to where it's like cops need to go to de-stress and like have an area where there's like mad pcl (laughs) so that way they can perform well and they can like dictate whether or not they they need to shoot somebody or not you know because those are split seconds you got to have your brain working on like a highest level possible for sure but really they don't have any training for their brain really just training their their bodies their physiques their shooting ability but like what about your brain bro that's like the most important dictator of like what's gonna happen that day you know yeah that's what determines everything yeah so if they had like you know a pool and like google headquarters (laughs) no i i do agree with that but i feel like the funding would is way different than like a Google. Like Google has so much more money or Facebook has so much more money for them to create that work environment than a fucking police department in fucking Arkansas or some shit, you know? Yeah, but I feel like before that money would go into creating this pool and all that, I feel like they <laughs> need to allocate their money to a lot of different things. Like first and foremost, actual legit training for them. Because I feel like they train for what? six months if that and that's it bam or i don't even think it's that honestly for a police officer i thought they trained a lot before like getting accepted into a department no No, bro no No. they don't it's not that much training it's more training to be a barber or something like that i seem to me no way and then after that you don't you don't have to train anymore well or no actually i'm sorry i think they train once a year or something like that. But bro, think about that. Think about you training once a year for four hours, six hours. That's nothing. You're learning fucking nothing. <laughs> it's all, it, everybody got their own agenda. You know what I mean? Even like within the system itself, from the media to, you know, police to the governors and stuff. Like, bro, why do we have old people helping us? I mean, no disrespect to the elderly folks, but I think like, government people bro should be young people ambitious and like involved no i agree with that i do think that majority of these fucking politicians and stuff are all like pretty old and they don't really have a clue on what the fuck is really going on in reality because they're in their own little fucking bubble you know protected by the fucking law and you know the money that they fucking get from from the taxpayers and I mean, they're they're representing. Think about majority of the politicians. Majority of the politicians are old white people. Majority of them, you know what I mean? Exactly. And in this country, there's a lot of let's say black people. There's a lot of immigrants. Our parents immigrated to this country. You know what I mean? Me, Marty, we immigrated to this country. So there needs to be more immigrant politicians that migrated to this country now got their citizenship there needs to be more representation of minority groups even for the uh, lgbt community you know what i mean they're getting misrepresented just like everybody else is because there's not enough of those in politics i wonder if there has been a time where like the people and the politicians and everybody was like 
yo, we're doing this well, guys. Turn on the news. It's like, well, today is a great day in America. Today we're, you know. (laughs) (laughs) I can't even imagine that being reality. I feel like they're always going to put fear in people. Yeah, you know, you you go on on the news and everything, bro. Everybody wants Trump to like, wants you to feel like you hate Trump. Like they want you to fucking hate this guy. And like, you know, that's your president, bro. And they, they want you to, you know, hate him. Like that makes no sense. Like it's just a, a mountain of negativity over, over everything, yo. I feel like they just want you to have an opinion so you could talk about it. You know, even if it's either you hate or you love Trump, you have to have an opinion on him. Or else you get scrutinized if you're not having an opinion. Yeah. Just like this whole Black Lives Matter movement, you know, a lot of people are getting scrutinized, scrutinized because they don't have an opinion on it. And I get why they're getting scrutinized because they're not using their platform. No, bro. It's not right. You know, it's not right. If people act like this is like reality TV show, we got to chime in and let people know how we felt about today's episode. No, bro. No, that's not how it works. You know, like this is real life we talking about here and that's the thing like they're expecting people to like speak up and say things but you don't even have time to really process what the fuck is going on exactly. for yourself you're like what the hell like what is going on you're trying to like piece everything together that's the thing too because i see a lot of people speak up on certain things and i'm like you don't know and then a couple days later another fact comes out that completely changes the subject and i'm like you literally just said some super emotional or something. Now it has no fucking meaning because this thing just changed. Yeah, bro. And I think that like the influencers, quote unquote influencers, they play a part in this thing, but they also like they just lead the herd. Yeah. Have your guys' like priority changed over time? I mean, I think that's a natural thing. How so? Like what's been the priority that changed over time for you? Um, shit. When, I mean, just like when you're younger, bro, like think about when you were 18 compared to now, as far as even life, like where do you want to be in 20, 30 years? You know, I feel like now being at the age that we're at, we understand more what it's like for older people, more for our parents. We understand our parents so well because we've gone through similar situations now. You know what I mean? Compared to back when we were 21, 22, I feel like that 25 and up age is really when you start developing, maturing more as an adult adult. You know, when younger 20s, you're more thinking about partying or not even necessarily partying, but, you know, just fucking chasing this dream and chasing this this hype and not really thinking long term, just thinking like short term. What can I do now, 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 now? Definitely partying. I feel like we, we partied a lot. But I don't think we, like, us growing up, I don't think we were ever like, oh, man, let's fucking go pick up some bitches. You know, like, we've always had a drive to, you know, like, pursue our dreams in a sense. And then, like, you know, the fucking parties and stuff was just, like, an outcome. Yeah, but we did that too, Marty. Let's be real with ourselves here. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just kind of comparing it to, like, the rest of the people that were in our area, you know, because, like, some people, like, that's all they thought about, like, 24-7 not so much us even within like our our like closer groups and stuff you know like not everybody was like yo we down to keep working keep on keep on working and like have that work mindset you know what i mean and I, well th- i feel like that's where the difference came in instead of our allocating our money towards partying we would party at times but most of our money would go towards our craft and trying to create new shit 
we would throw parties to make money. Yeah. So that way we could. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I do remember that. I, I remember us throwing parties specifically just to raise money in order to even like pay for fucking rent. Yeah, exactly. So we was making even like before. so even that was like somewhat of a business mentality versus just like partying just a party. Yeah. Even before, remember when we first our first party that we did was in the was in um independence bay or something like that right there and we like we snuck into like the party room or something like that remember that a lot it was like the nah. first one we did we snuck in we broke into this place it was like a racquetball room and we put the music oh, on oh wow yeah, holy were, shit i do remember that yeah that was the so first. it was kind of like a clubhouse exactly and we had mad people show up out of nowhere and then something crazy yeah. happened and everybody dipped <laughs> and that's when we realized holy shit bro we got some power yeah <laughs> to bring people together yeah yo what the fuck yeah no that was awesome that sounds like a typical florida party everybody gets together and then something happens and everybody dips quickly yeah but that's the thing about where we grew up like like that city like south florida like there's really not that much shit to do unless you're like in miami or fort lauderdale area so like if somebody hears about a party they're gonna fucking tell all their friends and like yeah by the time you know it there's gonna be like fucking 50 to 100 people at the place you know well that's the thing like i mean if you live in south florida it is good because they do like you said they have miami fort lauderdale del rey but you got to be 21 and we were far from that shit at that time yeah what was your guys's favorite subject in school p.e <laughs> aside from p.e though when i was younger it used to be math and then i think when i got to high school i kind of started hating math because it like i just didn't understand like i wouldn't be using this in real life it got to a point where i'm like okay why the fuck like do algebra? i need to know this yeah when it well even like a little bit after algebra it's funny bro it's funny that you say that because like that is a mentality that we tend to have it's like oh i'm never gonna use this shit anyway so why do i even learn it but if you really think about it, people who come from Brazil, they come with their math on a whole nother level. They come from Brazil like doing college level math and they come in like a freshman in high school like, damn, you guys haven't learned this. Didn't you and Nick have a class together? Science. Oh, we tore that class up. Yeah. So that's when you guys met, huh? Yeah, it was. It was crazy, bro. I never met anybody yeah. crazier than this guy. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, look who the fuck is talking. This guy was on crack. Larry yo, Larry was on crack when he was younger. It was hilarious. <laughs> Why? What'd he do? Because he was always so hype, bro. It was hilarious. Yeah. I probably said this in a, in our podcast before, but I remember saying this story a lot where we kinda had pretty shitty grades in science class. Because we would just talk shit, listen to music, and just bother other people. We wouldn't listen or go to sleep. So we figured that our teacher, because we would get her third period right before lunch, we figured that she always uses the restroom right before. So we would rush to class and be the first ones there. Sometimes Larry would hold the door and I would. she would leave her computer open. I would go on the computer and change our grades, but I would change it slowly because you can't go from a fucking F and a D all the way to an A, you know what I mean? You yeah. got to work that shit up slowly. So I would do it over time and over weeks and shit. We would just keep raising up our grades and raising it up, raising it up. Damn, so you like literally hacked your way through. <laughs> <laughs> she used to be like, wow. You, you've got to be. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, she was that gullible. Yeah. Bro, she, did, she didn't, because we did it slow. We knew we could, 
because i remember at first like i got hype and i was like oh my god i gotta fucking change and larry was like bro you can't do that you can't do that you gotta you gotta do it slowly <laughs> and i was like all right, all right so you can't really change the like the letter right you, you can only change like the score of the tests exactly you go through assignments and tests and quizzes and you would just yeah. change the scores on those <laughs> we used to be the first one at the door she used to think we were there all excited to be part of her class and shit <laughs> right fucking larry holds the door open with a smile and we changed it for a lot of other students too bro because yeah. some people would come in there and see us and they'll be like bro change my shit and i'll be like fuck all right just don't say nothing <laughs> so you guys never got caught no, no. i don't bro if we would have got caught we'd have been expelled bro expelled bro what a risk what a risk we didn't give a fuck Damn, and she went to the bathroom every single fucking day Everything. not every day but but majority of the time majority of the time that's how her bladder was trained i used to be like miss i have to wear my headphones or else like i can't focus she's like wait what she's like i have like i have to miss like i have to absolutely wear my headphones and she's like okay just do it quietly and i would like be straight up listening to music doing my work because <laughs> she was cool with like oh, that man. you know that one sound that went viral at one time damn things used to go viral differently back then yo that sound that went viral that was like older people couldn't hear it or something like that. oh yeah like a super high-pitched sound yeah I, I used to do that a lot too in class. I had that ringtone on my phone and I used to play it in class and everybody would be so bugged out. They would be asking like, where's that coming from? Where the fuck is that coming from? And the teacher would be like, what? What are you guys talking about? I remember one time the, the teacher split me and Larry up because we would just be dicking around. And so when she split us up, we started making the Chewbacca noise across the class. <laughs> what would she say? I mean, wouldn't she know as you? Yeah, bro, we got in trouble a lot, obviously. I just forgot. Like, honestly, that there's too much clouded weed smoke in my brain for me to remember. <laughs> but we, we got in trouble a lot. Yeah, we got in trouble a lot. Yeah. And obviously, you know, like sometimes we'd get sent out of class and shit. It is what it is. But it was fun. Fun times. I remember we, uh, me and Larry one time brought in a fucking dirt bike inside uh, our friend's bedroom and just fucking blasted that shit in there, bro. And I actually got worried because like the room reeked of like smoke, you know, and, and that's like super fucking poisonous. And I, I was like genuinely worried that the, this dude was going to fucking die with the fucking fumes in that in that room. And he didn't even move. He could have died for real yeah and like it was closed up and everything he didn't even move he just like literally stayed there and like he's the type of person that would be like i'm gonna fucking die just to, for you guys to like feel bad you know <laughs> <laughs> yo like he would do something like that to himself just to kind of prove a point so 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 many risks we took bro so Fuck many yeah risks. but like when you're that young you don't really think about shit like this Nah, you don't think about shit at all you know obviously now it'd be like a totally different story i would never fucking do that to someone i don't remember like the best prank i'm sure i could like the more i think about it more the more it comes to mind but i remember fourth of july this was i was already like 18 at the time and in the hood we used to know where to get some illegal fireworks <laughs> <laughs> so it was it was f so funny bro because it was literally like what you expect from a movie where you're in the middle of the hood you go to like this abandoned warehouse type vibe and you knock a certain knock they open the door and like yeah go out back <laughs> then you go inside you walk and you just see mad firework everything's super illegal yeah. 
So we bought some fireworks and we would just go down the street blowing up people's mailboxes like dicks. Damn. Oh Bro, it was so loud. That shit was literally explosions. We would light it up. I remember, I don't know why I did this, but I remember I had this mentor in church, this Christian mentor. I did a video of me blowing the fuck out of somebody's mailbox. And then you just hear my friend like having the most retarded laugh like, yeah. And I, I send it to Woody and Woody's like, this isn't good, Nicholas. What are you, what are you doing? This, this isn't right. <laughs> like, what the fuck did I send it to him? Yo, that's crazy. Broward days. How to make it out of Broward. I'm, I'm super glad that I grew up there, man. Honestly, I'm glad yeah. that I had the up, upbringing that I did, you know, to humble upbringing up there. It's a, a pretty big melting pot. You know, we grew up around a lot of different races that's why i don't understand the whole racism shit bro because like i mean obviously we grew up a lo- around a lot of different like races but it's so crazy how i can't comprehend what the fuck they think like you know it's a systematic thing like for example um i saw in writing somewhere that it was like if racism isn't a thing then why do we still have to Put down what race you are on a job application, on a loan application, on rent, for whatever. You know what I mean? Why don't you just take that shit off if it really doesn't matter? Yeah. And it's so true. Like, why the fuck do you have that? There's a lot of statistics that go around that. You know, like, they also want to build a database and, like... What's that statistic going to do? Like, like really? Well, help you better gauge what's going on and help you allocate certain things you know i I get it i get that it's information and it could be useful information but at the same time i also think that that information is just more information to either whitewash racism or further it well i mean i do think that like it's embedded in our system even like our education and whatnot so like we know we're not racist because we grew up with like all different types of people even like in brazil it's like Brazilian can be any, you know, any kind of color, anything, you know. So the whole education and everything, like, has taught us to be a certain way, bro. So even we say things sometimes that are, like, out of pocket. Well, that's the ignorance. That's exactly what you were saying as far as, like, the education and stuff, you know. There's certain things that we just don't know. Honestly, I had no idea about, uh, what is it, June June 19th? What's it called? June 19th? Juneteenth. Juneteenth. That, yeah. I think that's what it is. But I honestly had no idea about that, you know, and it was pretty interesting to find out. And it was like, God damn, it's pretty fucked up. Yeah, I kind of didn't know about that either. Is that like something that's celebrated every year? Well, yeah, within the black culture. I hate how like people are so blind to, to see that like they don't see how like these companies are profiting off of everything, bro. Everything that's happening and like. Oh, yeah. People don't see it, you know? They think that, like, you know, whatever. What's something about you guys that you hope will never change? Being a kid, for me personally. I love being a kid. Like, being a kid at heart? Yeah, I think I'm a big kid, honestly. I love watching cartoons. I love, like, even when I'm just with my dog, I talk to her. So silly. And I hope I never lose that, honestly. I just hope I keep my health, bruh. Nah, fuck that. I hope my shit deteriorates, but I stay have being a kid at heart. <laughs> I'm dying, Larry. I'm dying, Larry. But you still ugly as fuck, though. <laughs> oh, no. That was like a deep question, yo. Like, what's one thing you would never change about yourself? <laughs> <laughs>
No, I do agree. I do agree with what Nick said, though, as far as like not changing, because I feel like that's part of the fun is like being that curious kid that is always questioning things and always like, you know, having fun, like always wants to have fun versus like live life so fucking seriously. Because I do see people transition from like being this like, you know, awesome person who is like a kid and then all of a sudden they're fucking all about you know how serious it is and shit and like not play around not joke around and shit so i definitely don't want to lose that Mm -hmm. which cartoons did you guys watch when you're a little kid are you kidding what cartoons didn't i watch i think that's a better question which cartoon character did you love like the character there's so many i i'm just gonna say the first thing that popped up to, to my mind was dragon ball z yeah, I was oh, going to say right. Gohan or something. That's the first thing that popped into my mind. But for sure, bro, all these cartoons, from Cartoon Network to Nickelodeon, even Disney. Disney has some cool stuff. I remember even as a little kid, Roly Polioli. That was my shit. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> for real, yo. Roly Polioli. Yeah. <laughs> I loved Rocket Power, bro. I wanted to be a kid from Rocket Power so bad. Yeah, you're, you're right. For sure damn cartoons cat dog that was my shit dexter's laboratory johnny bravo oof codename kids next door oof <laughs> come on shun yeah you got some powerpuff cool girls Ooh. yup i used to ooh, <laughs> I, I, hey bro get i remember being in i think it was second grade and i was in school and they had a book fair I went to the book fair, bought a couple of books, and one of the books that I bought was a Powerpuff Girl book. Oh, you're being serious. I'm being super serious. I used to love the shit out of that show. And (laughs) I remember that um, this one, like these two boys started making fun of me like, oh, look at you. You know, they were going in back in the days. You know how honest kids are. (laughs) (laughs) Shit that definitely isn't normal nowadays for you to say, but they were going in, calling me some nice, nice words (laughs) of uh, the opposite sex two girls came out of nowhere and they were like oh no like i think it's awesome that he likes powerpuff girls and shit and then we all <laughs> went together and like drew <laughs> no not me i think i key use powerpuff girls to reel them in <laughs> yeah i like them too <laughs> <laughs> Well, guys, I think that is all the time we have for today's podcast. Damn, Marty, we we didn't ask you all the questions. Like you asked all the questions this time, bro. See, I I, I stopped asking him the questions because when I <laughs> ask him the question, he's like, "Bro, think of your own fucking questions." And I'm like, "Are you kidding? I want to know your answer." You know what his answer was? I just couldn't fucking think of anything, and I was like, "So you're using that to stall, huh, bitch?" <laughs> nah, it's because, bro, he he's not creative, so he always asks the same question back. So I'm like bro what the fuck think about your own questions man yeah bro yeah, i yeah, want to no. know your perspective i'm fucking sorry no. sorry <laughs> that i want to know what you think i do say shit. my perspective no i sometimes i feel like this shit's a fucking interview i'm sitting here and <laughs> like i i'm trying to think of a question and you just go ahead and ask me another question i'm like all right fuck and i can't even ask you the same shit back i'm just trying not to have a dead moment you know no, no bro you're you're like hitler right now you fucking nazi no i feel like it was dope i feel like it was dope but i i'm sure that people want to know about marty you know i be saying shit yeah you do you do yeah you be saying shit (laughs) (laughs) nick is all correct now since he moved to la doesn't say the n-word no more oh he learned yeah he learned i had had to stop saying that learned wow i had to stop saying that i haven't heard him say it in a long time 
hey, I go back to Florida and I'm with my boys and it, <laughs> it naturally slips out and it's terrible. And I try to police myself. Bro, I'm the same way every time I go to Florida. I don't know what it is, bro. Because everybody's like, everybody talks that way, bro. Especially yeah, yeah. like we're comfortable with our boys and shit. And it's like, and when we're saying this, we're talking about like our black friends, like all of them. And we're saying it and it's completely, even here, like I have a lot of black friends here that I in the beginning i would say it normally because that's just how i i used to talk yeah but i've i've seen people look at you dirty too though yeah i had to police myself i mean it's not right to say honestly it's really so not it's, but that's the culture you know, in south florida yeah yeah i mean that it, it, that's the way we grew up you know what i mean we're used to that we literally grew up in that so everything as far as like our education our opportunities for the most part were just as any other black person here in the united states the only thing different than us was the color of our skin per se because we literally had the same education grew up in the same with the same mentality in this around the same people you know what i mean yeah so we kind of we had that the only thing we didn't really have though that people didn't look at us a certain way per se i remember one time us leaving home depot i don't know if you were there marty it was me, Larry, and Cliff. I don't know if you were there, but this white lady came up to us and she was like, can you guys just walk with me? I saw this black guy over there and he just looked like a thug. And we we're like, bitch, what? what the fuck? Yeah, we we're like, what the fuck? And we just like walked away and she like followed us and shit. We we're like, yo, like, what are you doing? Wow. What the fuck, bro? Like, what, what was wrong with you? Just racial profiling. That's the shit. But we were in that Home Depot right next to that rich uh, neighborhood in uh, Lighthouse Point. So there's a lot of white people over there. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening into the Uh-Oh podcast. Uh, we got to have Larry on more often because definitely was a cool little convo. Hey, man, we're, we're approaching our 50th episode very soon what that's lit yo this is the 49th episode next time is gonna be the 50th wow that's sick bro i'm proud of y'all boys this is it right here Uh oh podcast are we gonna be able to get gary v on the 100th episode yeah i think so he already confirmed that should be our goal <laughs> he confirmed no nah, he didn't confirm i'm just playing guys nah you put that shit in the universe he confirmed he confirmed 100th episode and it doesn't even have to be the whole episode we just get him for 10 minutes yeah we'll just be like yo let's get on a, on a facetime or something i gotta be there for that one too guys let's do it let's yeah. fucking do it i'm definitely gonna email him though on 100th to see if he's down oh he will i'm fired up for that one i got my i got my instagram back y'all i got my instagram back about to start posting some more about to come with a new vision bro get on tiktok my guy and i'm gonna get on tiktok be heavy on tiktok i'm telling you i'm posting every day multiple times a day and it's fucking going crazy oh shit all right so yeah. tomorrow my tiktok begins if y'all want some more follow me on tiktok you already know <laughs> <laughs> all right guys the the links are gonna be in the description anything else you guys want to say one love don't be scared you know what i'm saying don't be scared just be be wise be knowledgeable yeah, we love you guys. See y'all next week. Peace. peace. Nah, fuck that. You guys can't all say peace. <laughs>